0: Hi, everyone. I'm John Pataki, and welcome to Best One Since the Next One, the podcast that paraglides its way through the majestic sky islands and gloom-covered chasms of genre entertainment and the fandom it inspires. Today in the pod, we're ascending, fusing, recalling, auto-building, and ultra-handing our way through all things Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the breathless sequel to the 2017 smash hit Breath of the Wild. And let's just get out of the way. Probably the best video game ever made. Later on in the show, we're going to create some tiers of our own as we attempt to categorize the main Zelda games in a segment we're calling Tears of the Kingdom, T-I-E-R-S, a pun that I think worked way better before I realized that like the title of the game is actually a pun on that itself. And and to do that with me is a previous guest that's taken a break from performing oppo research on President Hudson to launch a rigorous vote for Tingle campaign. <laughs> it's Sarah Deluki, everybody. I changed it on you last minute, so that's the new intro. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the show. So this time, as uh, as a guest, not just an interview subject. So welcome back.
1: This is good. I mean, I felt the first time I was on half the interview segued into video games anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it was like supposed to be Avatar, but then it was like (laughs) Harry Potter and uh, (laughs) Elder Scrolls. (laughs) Yeah. But I wanted to get two things out of the way up top that are not Zelda related. First. And mm-hmm. foremost, this is a very pro Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast.
1: Did we talk about this last time?
0: No, you, you posted in your stories that like you, people were like giving you shit about Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: I love Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: And I was like, not having it. Um, <laughs> and then- like <laughs> well, to a point, like post, I think like Stadium Arcadium is about as far as I go.
1: Yeah, but- to a point. I don't know what they're up to now. I don't care. I know they like released like two albums in one year recently. I haven't listened to them, but like I'm happy they're out there doing it.
0: Absolutely. And and Anthony Kiedis is, is originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. So and his dad, Blackie Dammit, used to hang out at a bar called Mulligans in Easttown here in Grand Rapids. There's some, just- there's some Kiedis lore.
1: There, I, I and the thing I was pissed about on the internet was actually someone trying to compare them to Guster, a band that it. nobody knows or gives a shit about, unless you are from New England, which uh, most people are not. So,
0: <laughs> the vast majority of people in the world are not from New England.
1: No, and I was like, it's just like I don't know. And Guster to me is just like a poor person's third eye blind, and so I like that. That was my I, I couldn't believe it, and I stand with Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: I'm looking at our live readings here and our Guster fan base just dipped <laughs> by 30, 30%. Number two, yeah. real quick. Tell me how Avatar 5 coming out in 2031 makes you feel <laughs> existentially.
1: <laughs> you know, well, so because I'm not not convinced. You, you I, I still know there's the huge possibility of, you know, getting the call to come do four and five. Sure. I did two and three. So like, you know, I still have I still have an Avatar movie coming out in like what was it? Like, is it twenty twenty five now? Like I think I think so. I I think that's serious. So that's like two years away. But yeah, I'm like, God, if I get called for four and five and say yes, like who knows? I could retire on Avatar the way things are getting pushed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're locked in for eight years at this point.
1: (laughs) I mean, I know some people that are, so (laughs)
0: There you go. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I just when I first read that, I was like, oh my God, I'll be fucking almost 50. This is not an Avatar or no. a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. We're here to talk about Legend <laughs> of Zelda, the series, and Tears of the Kingdom today. So I wanted to know up top, like, how far back do you go with mm. the series itself? And and what was your entry point?
1: So my, my entry point, I have like, it's the most vivid video game memory I think I ever have. And my, my entry point was um, Ocarina of Time. Cause it came out in 98 and I was like 11 mm-hmm. and me, me and my brother, my little brother went and rented it from Blockbuster. And so we just opened the first save file, you know, cause you, I, I don't know, we're kids and you don't think about like, Oh, I got to start a new one. So like the moment I started playing it, it opened right when Link leaves the, uh, Kakariko Village for the first time and opens up into Hyrule. Like right, like I basically enter and I'm like talking to the fucking owl. And so I'm like, I like turn it on and I was like, all right, we're just chatting for a while. And then it like does this huge expanse opening. And it was kind of like the first like real like 3D game I've seen too at sure. that at that point. And I'm just I was blown away. And then me and my little brother played it so much. I mean, we played it to the point where I think we started having competitions on how fast and not with each other, but just like on the weekends, like how fast can we beat this game? You know, <laughs> like can can we beat it in 10 hours? Can we beat it in eight hours kind of thing? And that that was, you know, and then I went back to the Game Boy like Link's Awakening and stuff. But yeah, uh, that that was my intro and what what I won to start with as well.
0: It's funny to me that the save file that you had made it about five minutes into the game before they returned it to the store. But well, yeah, no, it's like but
1: no, that's 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 uh, the Lost Woods and the Great Dooku Tree. Deku oh, tree. Oh, that's
0: right. Okay. Yeah. Sure, so I thought they, the owl. I thought the owl was like right off, the, right off the gate. I no, see what you're
1: no, it, it's when you leave when you finally like you know free the tree and like get your little sword and your your shield and you're like first making it out. So they did something, but they, yeah, they weren't good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I personally, for me, I played the first two on NES. I, I got like an NES when I was f- five years old, blew my mind. I was like obsessed and just played Duck Hunt and the original Mario Brothers all the time. And like, I, I still honestly, to this day, like don't know how to play the original Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard. It gives you nothing, gives you nothing to go on. And it's like, obviously, like revolutionary and just completely changed games and it's classic for a reason i just never got into it because i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and then two obviously like link to the uh like the adventure of link was like just so different that you know it it was fun but it doesn't really register to me so my real entry point was a link to the past and that was the first time it was like such a massive upgrade in everything like story graphics uh items puzzles it was just such a blast! And like, once I found out you could go between like the light world and the dark world, mm-hmm. I was like, "It's over! This is like the <laughs> best! I'm I'm with this series forever." We'll talk about our favorites and where they are later, but that's definitely still one of my favorites of all time is A Link to the Past, and of course, Ocarina of Time coming out just like messed me up for the rest of my life as well. Oh,
1: forever! Oh, it was like what game is gonna? There was a long period in time where I was like, "What game is gonna beat this game?"
0: And you're, I was like, "You can get on a horse, <laughs> like." <laughs> doesn't get better. Um, and it just so effortlessly like transitioned into 3D with like the Z-Lock and like all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, in a very Zelda way teaches you how to play it by talking to all the weirdos that are around you.
1: Oh, ca- Cast of Freaks in this new game too.
0: Cast of Freaks in Hyrule period we're gonna talk about that and when we get to the because it's like something's going on in Hyrule besides like (laughs) they've all got like Ganon PTSD and I don't know what's wrong with everybody yeah yeah. but they're all fucking freaks (laughs) so um I I added this question because I just want to know your opinion too because I think I know also know the answer but how does how does the idea of an illumination made Legend of Zelda movie Make oh, you feel fuck
1: off! It makes me feel <laughs> tragic, dude. I'm like, I didn't see the new Mario one, and like, someone tried to convince me that it was kind of good, and I, I just like, I won't fucking hear it. I won't even entertain it. I think it's going to be absolute shit. Like, I saw some like thing that was like, oh, Timothy Chalamet is like voicing Link, and I was like, well, I will kill ourselves, you know? Like, they should have done some like weird fucked up anime with it. Like something like cool and creepy and like off the cuff or just like, I don't know. Or like, I think it would have been really cool to do what, um, over the garden wall, you know, like just stylized mini series where you can really like, just like, like mess around with like some cool concepts, but instead it's just going to be money grabbing piles of garbage.
0: Out of the gate, you're making link talk. And that's like, already against the entire spirit of it like link just says like three things or like makes three noises and that's it i don't i don't want to hear him talk and i don't want to see it in like i don't want like goofy like modern needle drops not that it's just going to be the exact same thing as a a, a, the mario movie or like minions or whatever but
1: yeah but i know they're gonna like make some like TikTok bullshit in it you know like yeah totally and i just like In my mind, it would be so cooler, like you know, like I mean, Samurai Jack never talked, you know. Like it's not like you can't have a main character that doesn't that like says stuff, you know. You you can do it. I I, we've seen it work in animation.
0: It's a great comparison point, but that it's just proof that like an animation style can be pushed beyond just like the bubbly, three D like Pixar DreamWorks style, and like they need to do like a Studio Ghibli like style, like anime, like real vivid colorful but maybe use that as a starting point because that's what breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom are clearly kind of rooted in is that like real naturalistic style so speaking of breath of the wild like for a lot of people when it first came out it was a real hard sell i mean obviously it was like game of the year everyone was like this is the fucking best thing ever made but then there were people that really you know bucked against it because of it breaking the mold so much so how did you how did you respond to it when it first came out
1: oh i absolutely fucking hated it dude Like, (laughs) like, and 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 not because, um, and not, and I've gotten into recently actually. Right before Tears of a Kingdom came in, I was getting into you know fights here and there with people over Breath of the Wild. With like, (laughs) as it was about to come out, because my complaints about Breath of the Wild were basically like they pitched it as this like open world game, and Mm -hmm. like coming from like someone who like my top games are Skyrim and Witcher Three, which are like open world games to me like open like you know you can just run off in any direction and you know I, I've you've spent like 80 hours in Skyrim and then I like check where I'm at in the main storyline and it's like you're not even in act Two. sorry like what right, it, what, right. if, what have you been fucking doing but like Breath of the Wild I, I was like it's it's not open world yet it's like they're they're attempting to make it and it's very sandboxy and the sandbox to me just like wasn't full You know, like I, because Uh, I, I dove into it and I thought very much like a Skyrim game where I was like, oh, I'll run over here and I'll run into a town and a whole other weird quest line Mm -hmm. where it just like it was open world. But you like if you ran just kind of into the middle of nowhere, there's sometimes like nothing going on.
0: Just grass blowing.
1: Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, well, I've been running for a long time. And uh, I mean, yes, I'm in an open world technically, but like there's right. nothing to do. And so that was, uh, I, I had a, I did have a problem. I actually, I had two save files because when it first came out, I, I could only get the Wii U because Switch, you, I'm sure you remember the Switch craze.
0: Oh yeah. The drought for sure.
1: Oh yeah. So I, I played the first two temples on the Wii U and then I got a Switch and played the second two temples on a new save file on the Switch. And then I never beat I never stormed the castle. So I'll I'll, you know, come out with that dirty secret right now. I never finished Breath of the Wild.
0: It's not that dirty <laughs> of a secret because I was I, I'm so glad to hear you say that you hated it at first. Hated it. Because I had a switch pre-ordered, but it came out literally like the month after my boys were born. And I was so excited for it and I sat down and I was like, I am not going to have any fucking time to play this at all. (laughs) I have, it's like, I I instantly was overwhelmed. I instantly was like, I don't know what to do. But then as, like you said, as I started running through it, I was like, this is so empty. There's nothing in here. There's yeah. like deer. Every and every enemy I come uh, come across like kills me in one hit, and my mm. weapons keep breaking. And the temples aren't the same. And I was like, oh, I'm so I'm so spoiled and entitled by all these <laughs> other like you know, Skyward Sword that just like led you through the whole thing, yeah, in uh, like this really linear style. And I was like, I, I want my temples back. I want my weapons that don't break back. But then, mm-hmm. like, cut to probably I think like. Last year, I was like, you know, I don't think I gave it that fair of a chance. And I played it again. And at that point, my boys were five. And so a little, you know, I'm not up every three hours with them uh, (laughs) and try to put them like feed them and put them back to sleep. So I had a little bit more time to sit and play. And I, I finally like got it. Um, And I think a big reason for that was playing Skyward Sword first, like the HD remake. Mm hmm. And it's kind of like a primer course because it, it's like not open world, but it's introducing you to the idea of like the order you can go in and kind of flying through the sky. And like kind of like the key that unlocked Breath of the Wild to me was playing that game. And I was like, oh, I don't have to fight everybody. Oh, my, yes. my, my weapons break because it makes it more interesting and makes you explore more. It's empty because they want you to feel like when you come across things in like the Hyrule wilderness that it's a discovery and that it's mm-hmm. like you're actually exploring. And so I, I kind of got it. And then I you know, I didn't spend 100 hours with it or anything. I went through and I went through and beat Ganon and beat the game. And I was like, okay, that was fun. I did it. Um, and then I was like, when they announced Tears of the Kingdom, at first I was like, Oh, it looks really cool, but is this just more Breath of the Wild? Did you have concerns going into that when those trailers came out? What was your like hype level for it?
1: So i I think I watched like one trailer, like maybe a month before it came out because I had it i I pre ordered it. I'm just like I will order and play every Zelda game till the end of time. Like it, it is my series, and even if I hate them and don't finish them, I will like I will start every game there is. But yeah, I was like, I was nervous about it, but we're also like, I'm in Hollywood and we're in the middle of a writer's strike. So I also knew that I like had nothing but time. I was like, well, even if this is the same as Breath of the Wild, which I started like, I started playing Breath of the Wild like two weeks before Tears of the Kingdom. I picked it up again because I was just like, all right, let me let me get in this world again. Like, let me get excited mm-hmm. for it. Cause I'm, I'm I, the I bought the, yeah, I, I bought the new one. So I better be, but I, yeah, I was like, I have so much time right now. I, I know I'm going to beat this game no matter what. So <laughs> I, I was less, con- I was less concerned, but I was concerned. I wouldn't, I wasn't going to enjoy it. You know, like have the same kind of like, okay, it's, it's empty and it's not fun to play feelings that I felt about breath of the wild.
0: So before we go any further, I just want to say a blanket statement: like I have not finished the game yet. I don't truly care about the story. I, I care about it, but I also like. Oh, I don't. It's not like it's um completely crucial to the thing. But going forward, this is mostly for the listeners. We're gonna talk, you know, thirty thousand foot view. Of what we liked about it, so we're gonna reveal like instances of it, but don't. There's no spoilers for the story. There might be some, but like minor. So I just wanted to put that out there for people listening. I mean, at this point, it's a month and a half after the game came out. I don't know why I haven't beaten it yet. Um, I actually do know why. It's because I just spend all my time building dumb shit. Yep. yep. Uh. But <laughs> so, um. Yeah. So b- saying that, what's your verdict on the game itself, and how do you think it improves on on Breath of the Wild, and do you feel like it's lacking? anything compared to the first one?
1: No, I think tears of the kingdom is possibly the greatest game ever made.
0: It just is.
1: It is. I'm, it is it unseated Skyrim for me. It unseated Witcher three for me. It's maybe I, I know we're getting to the tears later, but it is in my top tier of Zelda games. It might be my favorite Zelda game. Now I think, I think orcarina is finally out the door. Unfortunately, And I, you know, it's only holding on because of nostalgia. Right, right. It's the perfect game. They did it. it. they, They did it. And they fixed everything, in my opinion, that was wrong with Breath of the Wild. Totally. The almost problem with this game is that if you run in any direction, you'll get segued into stuff for days.
0: I call it the ADHD simulator because oh. it's just like literally like, oh, what's over there? What's over there? Let's go do that thing. What's that over there? It's like daunting. It's like almost like how dare they put this much stuff in the game. You kind of realize that from like the first half hour when you get through the sky, island, the great sky island and yeah. you're like, okay, this is cool. Okay, this is really cool oh my fucking god what have they done like they've ruined my life because I, this is I'm gonna play for now on
1: they've ruined my life
0: I think the second that you first the, first, the second you get ultra hand and make mm-hmm. that first little boat to go across the lake I was like forget it fuck you Nintendo playing video games is comprised of like little moments like you were saying where you first saw the owl and like Hyrule open up yeah or like the first time you see a dragon and elders in, in Skyrim, yeah. or all these things, so it's like the moment where you like jump off the island for the first time is just like,
1: oh my god, that dive! Thrilling, Holy. thrilling! Uh, yeah. It's what
0: video games are supposed to be. It's just fun throughout, and it gets more fun as you go. And it's like they don't stop layering things on it. And uh, I just I can't believe that like I'm a hundred hours into it, and I'm just I'm still getting new abilities or new things to oh, do. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, the automation one do you have that yet
0: i just got it like yeah, 90 that, hours into the game yes that's
1: that's one of the ones you find like way later and i was just like oh yeah. my god i have like 190 hours into this game now like <laughs> i and i've done tests if you're in the, if you're in the like menu screen or the map it does not record your time
0: i feel like they started that with like uh did you play metroid dread at all
1: no, but I I know I know about it, and I know that they started it with that one, right? Because I think yeah, yeah, I would,
0: they don't count the time. So I love I love that.
1: Yeah, because I like I like paused for a while, and I knew my time, and I like left it paused, and got a phone call, and then like ten hours later came back, and it was like my time had not changed, and I was like, oh, that's cool, and also scary since this is the literal playtime I have <laughs> put into
0: this game. And to put it in relative terms here, like I foolishly got my boys Minecraft for Christmas. I don't know why I opened that box.
1: Every parent's choice as a, it's, they love a video, it, yeah. it's, it's a you're a gamer parent and you can't keep kids away from the games even if you think they're dumb.
0: And they love it so much. They just love it. So it's like if it makes them happy, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Thank you Cheryl Crow.
1: <laughs> That's the exit song of this one by the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's actually Cheryl Crow though. Yeah. She's in studio. Their time on that game like overall, and this includes pausing it and accidentally leaving it on, and playing since Christmas, and me playing every once in a while just to give it a try, so I know like how to help them with it. Was uh, 150 hours, and that's since December. So, like, child's you've play. A, literally, yeah, you've done 190 hours. I've done 100 hours in it since what was it? May 12th?
1: <laughs> has it been? A, has it been a month? I guess it's been a month.
0: Maybe <laughs> it's, it's it's completely uncalled for. Like it's yeah. just and it's like where does that time go because i i i only have 4 of the 5 temples completed
1: well and you're you're a parent too i'm not a i you have you know people would guess real responsibilities and people to pay pay attention to you know i don't so that's why i'm 90 <laughs> hours ahead of you but
0: <laughs> just link you just got to guide link through life so it's just it's just absurd that there's like and and i feel like i'm not even like 30% of the way through the game you know, story-wise, sure, but like in terms of all the little side quests and things, I'm constantly finding new fucking freaks to talk to yeah. about they lost their uh stuffed animals in a lake somewhere. So please help me find them. I or like you know, that the, quest,
1: so I get it.
0: Oh, uh, there's there's yeah, exactly. It was just like a little there's like a woman pulling a cart and you freak her out and she like knocks her her she knocks her Oh, wait, yes, I, ha- I, I have animals. done
1: that one. That one's like so absurd and then goes nowhere after that. It's just that one yeah. moment. And I'm like, I love it.
0: She makes you give her 20 <laughs> rupees to do yeah. it and then gives you a 100 back. And you're like, Yeah, why am I doing this?
1: I'll say what I love. But first, I want to go back to just, just something that you haven't seen yet. And it's not a spoiler because you haven't beaten the game. Sure. Once you beat the game... And you go, because I don't think it happens until after you beat the game, because my friend who hasn't beaten the final boss yet, you know, who we all know, but I won't spoil it. It's John Lovitz. (laughs) It was a weird turn. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) Nintendo's crazy. They did it again. (laughs) They did do it again. So when you pause, it says your completion percentage. And so I checked my completion percentage at like 190 hours right before I came to do this with you. And I am at 57%. <laughs> and I horrifying. I just want to say I have mapped out the entire depths. I have every light route in the depths. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have almost every armor piece you can get. And I am halfway. I couldn't believe it.
0: I'm like actually scared of that. I'm scared yep. of that fact. Like let's talk about the depths for a second because you know when they're pitching the game it's like this you have the sky and you have like the map for Hyrule. I knew nothing about the depths going into it. So oh, I was like there's meaning. a fucking third level to this it's like crazy. and it's obviously not as like populated or uh, well it is though it's that's that's the crazy thing is like there's just as much to do down there and it's just as wild for people that haven't played it I don't know if that's a thing that people do is listen to video game podcasts a video game they haven't played the depth it's like this layer of the kingdom below the main map that's completely shrouded in darkness and like what they call gloom which is like this like ectoplasmic amorphous evil blob that covers everything uh
1: princess mononoke evil goop you know that's what it that's, what the feel yeah, that's is. A, a
0: great comp for sure. And you have to go around and lighting it up with these seeds that create light in the darkness and there's monsters and there's all these different threats and weird things down there. N- not knowing that was in there, I was like completely taken back. For some reason, I have this really weird video game memory of not Pitfall for Atari, but they made this like Pitfall Redux weird sequel type game to Pitfall mm-hmm. on Nintendo. And as a kid, I found like this like weird pit that you could fall into that unlocked this lower level of the game and it blew my mind cuz i was like oh there's more to this it was like the same that same feeling and it wasn't nostalgia for that it was like oh wow there's so much more to this than i ever thought and it's really engrossing and it's so it's it's actually like intimidating down there and like scary to go down there um and it's once you first dive into into those pits for the first time that's kind of the same feeling as diving off the sky islands where you're like, this is fucking cool.
1: The noise too. The sound. <laughs> when you're like, oh, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I love like going from the sky islands, like straight down into the depths, which is like the load time just to go through three maps. Is amazing, but no, I actually got through the whole Rito Temple before I even knew about the Depths. And then someone was like, "Oh, have you been to the Depths yet?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" (laughs) They're like,
0: (laughs) "That's the crazy thing to me."
1: (laughs) Lower level, I was like, "What?"
0: And this game like rewards that though. That's the thing. Like, I tried Elden Ring, and it's just not for me. Like, hated it. Hated it. It's okay. Thank you. I think we're the two people on the planet that hated Elden Ring. But it's just like it's like not fun. It's like hard for the sake of being hard, and I'm sure there's people listening that are like get better.
1: Oh, and I hate that. Like, fuck off, play fun games. Then, like, you know.
0: <laughs> my my point is like, in that game, it gives you such little guidance, just like in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and Tears of the Kingdom, that but it's like in a way that's not fun in a way that I, like I skipped the fact that you even could get like that horse thing or the le- being able to level up so missing that like made the game infinitely harder and less fun but missing things in tears of the kingdom is like what makes it fun because you're like oh shit I just Found this thing 150 hours into the game. Uh, and it feels like a discovery, not like yeah. you broke the game on accident. And it's made that way on purpose. And I, I just think that that's really incredible.
1: They did such an amazing job being like, I mean, and you can just stumble onto stuff. Like I stumbled onto the whole Master Sword situation just because I wanted to go see, you know, and I feel like I keep butchering the name Deco or Dooku Tree, just because I wanted to go see him, get a little chit chat in with him. And, and then that kind <laughs> of like. That's my buddy, and I got the master sword like through talking to him. But then, like, when I beat another temple later on in the game, they're like, Oh, now you have to go get the master sword and you should do this. And then, like, I got the quest, and then two seconds later, it instantly said, Complete it. And I was like, (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, I already (laughs) went and got the master sword before I even went through all the temples.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's funny because the game, sometimes when you do that, they're like, first you must go get this, these 10 mushrooms in this, oh, and yeah, then the, yeah. like the freaks in the game are like, Oh, it looks like you've already done that. And then it's a yeah. like, complete let's, let's talk about that real quick too. the people of Hyrule are like, not okay. No, like, they're just not, they're just not doing fine. And they've never been doing fine. Cause one of the key signatures of a Zelda game is like <laughs> the, the world is populated by fucking freaks, complete freaks. Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, the dad from lawn, Rollin ranch. <laughs> yeah, totally. Everyone's just talking to themselves,
0: scared, like jumping out of their skin when you talk to them. Everyone's just like mumbling. People aren't wearing clothes on one of the ranch, like the stables. They're just like all in their underwear. Oh yeah, yeah, the underwear uh,
1: quest. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yes, you know the one, the yeah, underwear I do. quest.
1: I do know the underwear quest. Uh,
0: that's what I call my entire life is the underwear <laughs> quest, and it's for some reason I'm always like so thrown. By how weird everybody is in the game, I don't think it's because of the Japanese to English translation. Because the way that they talk is very Western in the translation, so yeah. it like comes off very much like it's a, it's a choice to make these like just the biggest weirdos you could possibly encounter. So um,
1: I, I'll just say it. You think tingle, you know?
0: <laughs> You're always and thinking of tingle.
1: We're always thinking a tingle, and I think I when we were chatting before this. I I was saying that I was like, while I was, you know, doing a little research on, you know, just more Zelda stuff for this, I can't, and I knew these existed, but like Japan has not one, but three Tingle games. Cause Tingle (laughs) is such a weird, unhinged, freaky character that they absolutely love that. They gave him three games that they didn't even translate it to English. Like you can get like a bootleg copy translated of, and this is the name freshly picked tingles, rosy (laughs) rupee land. And I I watched a playthrough of this like, like yesterday. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. He runs around with a stock of corn as his best friend. You have to go talk to this pig that spins around in the air to save. I mean, it makes, I, I just like, you know, you know, they love crazy characters
0: Anything could happen in Tingle's rosy rupee land, you know?
1: It's inspiration uh, for many a porn, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> it's out there somewhere. There's Tingle porn somewhere. There's definitely
1: um, Tingle porn somewhere.
0: That's our next episode. <laughs> is uh just is Tingle in this game? I think you can find his
1: oh, hat. You can't find just his hat. You can find his whole outfit. And what I didn't see on our questionnaire was your favorite armor set and i was gonna bring that up with you and mine is tingles
0: tingles is is the is the best one um i does it give you any abilities when you're when you're done
1: so this is one you look amazing uh but two the only power up for it is you can run really fast at night but then (laughs) everyone you run into is creeped out by you so you run up to anybody and they're like ah and they like step back and put their hands up if you're in the tingle outfit. And so I have, I actually beat the game in the tingle outfit because I wanted every important cut scene to be in in the tingle outfit.
0: It's so f- the 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 fact that you stay in the armor for the cut teams is always so hilarious. I think that my favorite that I've found so far is either the glide suit armor or do you have the, all uh, of it. I do have all of it. I so do have can, all of it. I found so you it.
1: You can run straight into the ground.
0: Yep. And you can uh you get rid of fall damage when you upgrade it all the way completely. I know. Um I also really like the Zona I armor. Like that looks like that weird like Aztec style.
1: And a slutty Aztec, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, slutty Aztec, yep, absolutely.
1: There's a lot of slutty outfits for Link in this.
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of people playing in like the Lynx Awakening, the Link's Awakening armor set where it like makes you the cartoony link. I I don't have that. I have it, um, yeah but i'm also just like a fan like i was thinking about the the glide armor i in the cutscenes i love when like something like semi serious happens and it just cuts back to link in like a, the weird, this weirdo like bird mask it's so funny i have some some good shots of some reaction shots of him just in like the stupid bird mask so
1: that's why i'm in tingle's hat all the time <laughs>
0: That's a great question because in this game there are countless armor sets that get that all that give you all sorts of upgrades and boosts to abilities and things like that. Some of them are super ridiculous, like creeping people out throughout the map. Some of them are very useful, um, like the froggy armor that helps you climb better.
1: That I should have gotten er- earlier.
0: And I think that that's a good transition from the climbing to the introduction of ascend which is like literally the best a game ability. changer for me the
1: best ability
0: like, why did the, the fact that they put that in there was like just such a love letter to everyone that played Breath of the Wild it was like fuck climbing in the rain i hate yeah. this shit in terms of that like what are your thoughts on the new abilities do you miss any of the old ones like what's your favorite one to use
1: i do love a, i don't miss any of the old abilities like i think the time stop had a place but mostly like a special place in my heart just because of all the like later on videos that fans did of like using it to totally. do dumb ways to kill people like yeah, I think the, glitches and stuff yeah I think the abilities are better in this one and I like one of the reasons I love this game more than Breath of the Wild and why I think it's you know such a good game is the fact that there's so many ways to play it like sure, I got I I almost I think I fully maxed out my stamina before I even bothered to you know get another heart. Like I think I got all three rings of stamina. I because that's that's how I wanted to play. Like my ability is just like lasting a long time. I like climbing climbing around. I like ascending and still being able to climb like because I remember I was playing Breath of the Wild and um, I live with my boyfriend and he he was watching me play and I was going to a shrine to get more stamina. And he's like, you don't have like any hearts though. Like, what are you doing? You're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> and so I like got another heart and I was like, this sucks. I hate fighting. This is lame. And then Tears of a Kingdom comes along and I'm like, ooh, I'm a little stamina bitch. I don't have to fight if I don't want to. Stamina bitch. <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's like how I play.
0: That's going to be our first t-shirt for the podcast is just <laughs> – Stamina bitch,
1: <laughs> stamina bitch with like three rings. But no, so the did you do the um Goron City Temple yet?
0: uh yeah, yep, yep. So I with the uh, what was it called the marble marble rock roast?
1: Oh yeah, that they just like you know everybody's like help us link, help us link, help us link, and they they're like we want crack, and then that's like the <laughs> I, I loved them, but I thought like,
0: marble rock roast looked really good. Honestly. I thought it I looked like, good too. Looks, it looks tasty.
1: This is, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm from the generation that had drug problems, so I get it. Thank you, Nintendo, for reminding me. Um, yeah, like, that that level, it was, like, fi- the five levels where you had to, like, find the switches and, like, get the different carts lined up and all this shit. And I didn't do that at all. I had so much stamina by the time I did it as my second temple that i climbed up to the top would fly across places i wouldn't i couldn't even tell you how to unlock all those locks by doing like the cart thing cuz i just like i just would climb i would sit there climbing and probably you know 15 minutes just climbing around a building to get in somewhere
0: i love that they could let you do that too because there's so many moments so like re- just a real quick breakdown there's ultra hand which is the ability to like mm-hmm. grab items throughout and fuse things together to make vehicles, et cetera, et cetera. There's Ascend, which lets you just like shoot through the roof of anything above you, as long as it's within range. Uh, Without climbing, you just like teleport through it, which is awesome. Fuse, which is you can put, stupid shit on your weapons like you can make like banana hammer or like banana yeah. sword or like meat shield or like i don't know why i'm doing all food but like well i <laughs> like i see can, i see
1: meat shield makes you go fast so
0: well yeah frozen meat shield makes you frozen go fast jilly. which is, sounds like i'm having a stroke when i'm saying <laughs> it but like <laughs> frozen meat shield makes you go fast <laughs> but then there's like all these abilities and like what you're saying with like this, the stamina is it rewards you for just fucking around. It yeah. rewards you for like it's just really funny to me that like there's clearly like a way they want you initially to try to solve it, but they're like if you want to do it the 100 other ways that your dumbass wants to try it, go for it. For some reason in the temp in the shrines the um like the do 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 like that trademark Zelda sound yeah. sometimes is like real condescending and it's like i guess you did it like i guess that works like cuz you're just like launching your fucking self across the temple and it's like doo, 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 doo. it's like okay that worked that i put a rocket on like a frozen meat shield and uh-huh. here i am and i love that about it because it's like there's you know there's no wrong way to eat a reese's there's just no wrong way to do the shrines in this in this game or any part of it it's just however you do it and it, it's it's the true ultimate open world game fulfilled to me because
1: Ex- exactly like they really did it with open world because i feel like open world even with skyrim and witcher it's just like it's open world but there's a way to play the game where right. this is like i know in like the deepest part of my bones that i am nowhere near completing this temp like temple or the shrine the way anyone intended right. to. probably not even the top 10 ways they intended to you to beat it like i'll go someplace and i'll see like they'll leave out those like little pieces like here's a bunch of stuff that we think could help you with your problem and i'm like nope not doing it no,
0: like not interested <laughs> I,
1: t- I took i took this weird <laughs> stick you gave me two 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 moments ago in the shrine and i i'm gonna attach it to this and climb up You
0: know. <laughs> like, yeah totally yeah, yeah you want me to put together five like marble slabs and put two fans on them. No, I'm going to no. skateboard on a minecart across yeah. the thing instead. Sorry. And it's still just, it's like, do, 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 do. good job. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, and it's, it's so great because it's like, I turned 40 this year and I got a PlayStation 5 for my birthday. Very what a lucky good. boy. Yeah. Jedi Survivor is the game that I got with it. And I was like, this is fun. This is great. It felt very open world and you could do a lot of things when I got it. Tears of the Kingdom came out like two weeks later, and I haven't touched Jedi Survivor since. I, no need because I don't. I can't climb any wall I want to. I can't Janice build end. things in it. Like I can't ascend through things. So it's like it's cool that I have the Force and a lightsaber, but like Boo. I don't <laughs> want to play a game ever again where I can can't like just build ridiculous stuff. Like the first ten hours of the game, I think I was spending building like carts with like explosive barrels on them and trying to jump them off ramps like jackass style. <laughs> And, and seeing what i could do like i guess my question for you is what was your first 10 hours like playing the game or like did you go full tilt into it or were you just building dumb shit
1: um i i i went full tilt into it cuz i like you know what i noticed was a lot of people who played breath of the wild and i heard this from the people who played breath of the wild was that they they got this game and they kind of started playing it like they knew what they were doing because they knew Breath of the Wild and they're like, same map, revamped, whatever. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know where I'm going. And then they ended up getting lost and not doing anything. And then I like I I landed in Lookout Landing and like, you know, eight different people were like, Rito Village, Rito Village, Rito Village. And I was like, fine, I'll go to Rito Village. So I was just like, I landed, went straight up to Rito Village and just like dealt with it. And after doing that, it like opened a bunch of stuff up. But I had like when we when we first got it, me and my boyfriend have our own switches. We have two rooms with TVs in it. Like with the first two days this game came out, we like barely talked or saw each other. Uh, but I remember after two days, he like came out and he's like, so, like, is there like a story to this game or like what's going on? Like, I feel like nothing's happening. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was on my way to Goron <laughs> City, you know, I was at Crack Rock and he's just like, well, nothing's happened. And I was like, well, what temples have you beat? And he's like, well, nothing. I've just been, you know, building dumb shit. <laughs> I was like, which is your prerogative? You're allowed to do that. That's why the game's awesome. Yep, that's but, what I was doing. Yeah. But I was like, but there is a story. When you said, let's not ruin anything about the story, even though it's a month out, I won't because I truly did not care about the story at all. Like sure, I would get sure. to the end of the temples and they're like, one of the things I haven't progressed at all is the glyphs, like finding the glyphs, the tears, the actual tears of the kingdom.
0: I just did that for the first time like two days ago and I was like, oh, that's what you do with those. Okay.
1: Memories, I don't care.
0: I did when I found them because I was like, oh, cool. Because one of my criticisms of the game one of my only ones when i first started playing it it doesn't exist anymore was i really liked the memories in breath of the wild i yeah. really liked i really liked learning about the champions i liked how they came together it felt like epic and big because of those extra characters when when you beat the temples in this one it's like kind of the same cutscenes yes, every time. over and over again just with a different champion yeah and i was like that's a little weird but then i found the glyphs yeah. which give you the memories that Natural fill in stories. those stories and i was like oh okay i get it now and that was what again a hundred hours into the game that i found out that what you do with the fucking glyphs that are all over the place i was kind of in the same boat as your boyfriend where i was just like let's just really max out this new building ability and see what i can do (laughs) and i thought that like oh cool there's like these three items that you can use and i get it now but then you get like the uh the cannon the homing construct and then you can find out like i don't know i all these crazy builds that people are making on like TikTok and shit where people are making like the metal gear from metal, metal gear salad. Yeah. And then they're doing like death machines that like literally are cages that they put over the top oh my of God. The, the enemies. and Electrocute, and like, them. Grind, electroc- electrocute them or like just grind them up. Them. Someone made a, uh like a egg harvesting machine that like traps all the chickens and like hits them. So it just produces eggs on conveyor belts. I saw oh. insane. So, and then I just read that someone like made a working scale and then was like measured link and he's like as heavy as 10 apples in the game. And I was like, the physics are so crazy that you can do that. And then someone made what with the stakes that go in the ground. Do you put the stakes in like different levels in the ground? It makes accurate pitches.
1: Yes, uh, I like saw that. I saw that one.
0: Out of control. And you're still discovering this stuff a month out after the game is like completely devoured by people online and, and just picked apart to death on social media, you're still finding new things as a community. Well, uh, and that's that's insane to me.
1: Well, I think, and I think that's kind of what ended up being my favorite part of Breath of the Wild was not actually playing it at all, but like seeing like years past, like people just still like doing weird stuff in it to kill enemies or just like messing around. And I think Nintendo was smart. They saw like okay, hey fans are still like just doing weird stuff in the game. What if we made the whole game about doing weird stuff and like building? And because my my actually uh, oddly my favorite hashtag right now is like uh, hashtag war crimes. And
0: sure, it's, <laughs> but
1: it's like you know T O T K war crimes, and it's just some of the most insane stuff I've ever seen. Like I saw uh, I was. I was watching a video of like the person who like made the the hoverstone. They like did two hoverstones together with the um, rotating heads on the sides and then hooked up all like the laser beam unicorn things to it yeah. and then put a rocket on it. So it launched <laughs> into the sky like right over a gliok. And then just started incinerating it with beams, yeah. and I was it's like, like, "This eight is lasers like
0: lasers shooting down." Yeah.
1: Oh, it's like drone it's like- attacks out there. It's amazing.
0: Link is a fascist.
1: Link is not a keeper of the peace. Everybody. Link- yeah, he's
0: he's not a nice guy.
1: Link is <laughs> My link's not a nice guy. He's uh, he has short shorts and a little tight hat on, and he's. Going around he's
0: killing a fucking people. weirdo. His best friend is corn. What's what do you think the dumbest thing you've built so far is? <laughs>
1: Question, and I sat on it for a while, and I gotta say, I think I've only built dumb stuff so far. Like, sure, I,
0: everything is the everything is the dumbest thing
1: because that's what I'll do a lot in like the shrines, especially where I'm like, I'll see what they want me to build, but like I've brought over pieces from the last like movement we've just done because I was like, oh, maybe I'm gonna need this weird thing you just made me build on the first course, and I'll bring it over, and I'm right. like, oh no, there's new stuff. Nah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna add to this Frankenstein build. Oh yeah. So, uh, I, my, my answer, I have no one answer. It's everything. Everything I build. <laughs> it's is all done. bad. <laughs> I, well, especially as I watch some of these people like building like physic accurate robots, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you're doing that. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought my little like explosive barrel cart was like so cool. When I first I was like, Look what I did and I looked <laughs> online and it's like full working mech suit and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. I think the dumbest thing I've built is it was like cool in theory, but was like a hot air balloon with the homing construct with a cannon on the bottom facing down. Okay, um, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna l- lure people out and, and just bombard them. But really, yeah. what it did was like just blow me up every time. So I was like, <laughs> this is not, this is not the thing. This is not the one. But um, and then what really is like insult to injury is once you get auto build and it saves all the dumb shit that you make and it's oh. like just it's just a, a litany just a history of like it's painful all your idiotic decisions of what to make one of the temples was they make you make like paddles for a boat to like get a ball across the water one of the shrines mm-hmm. and i built mine without the paddles alternating. So it was just kind of like flopping across the water. And then it hits the other end and like flip the ball back to the beginning of where it was and like (laughs) totally submerged and then exploded. So I was like, well, that wasn't a great thing, but it was in my auto build history, you know? So
1: I think in my auto build history, that reminded me of something I had like, because there's one shrine that shows you that if you put, you know, two springs attached to each other, you'll spring extra, you'll spring twice as high. Sure. And so I was trying to get somewhere. So I like built like, 10 springs up falls and then i like uh, and then later i thought oh i should have attached the bottom spring to a spike like that really would have done it but i finally like got it to stay up and it doesn't spring you 10 springs worth of heights i don't know i don't know physics enough to know why that isn't the case but
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like game? time wasted on an idea that didn't didn't happen uh, um
1: I, I love the time the time wasted though. Like
0: That's 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 the thing. The time wasted is just as fun because it's like once you build something stupid, it's like the most hilarious thing in the world that you wasted so much time building something that A you doesn't turn work. Turn it or on, B, yeah. You accidentally turn it on and it floats away or flies away. So and you're like, oh yeah, I guess guess I'm never getting that time back. But
1: But I I, I think it's so funny because I'm also thinking of there there was I don't know if you've gotten to the shrine, but there is what I what I refer to them as naked shrines where they take all your stuff oh, away. Yeah. So yep. there's a na- there's a naked shrine where it's all the constructs on uh, it's like almost a cake tier of water, and they're on boats, like two level boats. Yep. They're going in a circle, and so my that was the worst temple or worst shrine in the world for my boyfriend. He like it was the moment I felt like I had a 16-year-old boy in my house because I like saw him kind of like have a temper tantrum in the other room. And I was like, you need to leave the shrine. Like I cannot be with someone who's having a temper tantrum over this shrine. Like just leave it alone and come back later. So I get to the shrine at one point and it ends up being the easiest shrine I've ever done. And that's (laughs) because I I, like do ultra hand first and you can grab the boats and you can just – ultra hand the boats and like rotate them. And the constructs drop straight into the water and die.
0: I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get more. It, it, that's like, if that's not a uh, analogy for playing uh, Tears cheers of the kingdom, I don't know what is. It's like, but- <laughs> everything's different for everybody playing it. It's like something can be so simple because you're like, oh, I'm just going to tip this over, or throw it off a cliff.
1: He's not better at video games than me. And he can listen to this and know that. And I'm way better at this game than him, but like he beat Elden Ring. He's so he's good at that. Like to get Majora's mask in this, and I'm revealing another dirty secret of mine is you have to go to one of the depths Coliseums and beat five increasingly harder lions. And I, mm. Cannot beat those guys because it's all about like timing, and I just like sure I can't do it. And so he I'm bad be- at combat, yeah, I'm I'm terrible at combat, um, but it doesn't matter in Tears of the Kingdom because I kill people in weird ways. But like he he did it and he did it when I had like no hearts. Cause I was a stamina bitch. I had like no good weapons. Cause I didn't care about fusing like high level stuff at all. And then like, he refused to like leave and go upgrade anything. So he did it with like, just kind of a, a terrible build. But I was like, you are technically better at playing video games. And yet somehow so much worse at them than I am because you didn't just <laughs> think to like tip the boat over.
0: I think that's interesting because that's what the game does to every other game in the world is it It takes your years and years and years and yeah. years and years of how you've been programmed to yes, play a yes. game. This is why I hated Breath of the Wild at first because I, I thought I had every enemy I saw, I thought I had to fight and kill it and take it and loot and loot it stuff and all that stuff. And I was like, once I realized you could run away, everything else opened up. So this is the n- next natural progression of that mentality is like, oh, we're going to take what you know about how video games progress and say, fuck you as well. And this temple is either going to be the hardest thing in the world for you or the easiest thing (laughs) in the world for you because it just depends on how you play it. Like It took me like 50 hours in the game to realize that the the rocks that fall from the sky, you could just recall and shoot back up in the sky. And I was like, duh, of course that's what you do with them. That's just really what makes it so special is that it takes your strengths and it makes the weaknesses. It makes your weaknesses and it makes them strengths. It, you feel like a genius, even though the real geniuses are the people that made the game where you can make whatever you want. So many of the reviews when they came out said like, I don't know how they did it, but it made it feel like Breath of the Wild was a rough draft for Tears of the Kingdom. I can't help but think like, what if Tears of the Kingdom is a rough draft for whatever oh the God. next gen version of Zelda is going to be? And so that leads me to, I think probably my final question about the game itself Um because this is probably t- people that have not played the game, a completely incoherent rambling <laughs> insane episode of the show. But uh where do you think the series should go from here? Where do you see it going? Do you think they should stick with the open world aspect of it? Go back to classic style, something else? Like where do you see Zelda going next as a series?
1: So, I and just because I'm obviously not as creative as the people behind Zelda and Nintendo, um I think they're gonna have such a hard time. I'm just sure I I can't physically see where you'd go from here because I don't know how you'd go back to traditional. Not saying they couldn't. I'm sure they could I'm sure if they go back to traditional, they'll like knock my socks off with whatever they ever they do. I can't imagine ever playing a Zelda game that doesn't allow you to build stuff again. I'll scream if they take a send away, you know? Like
0: Yeah, they can't do that. <laughs> I would, I would riot
1: a petition. I would storm the, I would storm the
0: Capitol again for no reason.
1: But you, you know, like I, I do, I don't know. I kind of think they could go, whatever they do. I know it's going to be amazing or, well, because you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a new world. They usually only do two games in the same universe. So this is it. In my opinion, like I don't think we're seeing Mm -hmm. this map again, which is fine. Like I'm, you know, after this, I'm like done. I'm ready to be somewhere new. All I know is it's going to blow my mind.
0: (laughs) I thought it would be cool if they did like Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild mold is like the mainline Zelda from now on. But then like every off year, every like two off years, they do a classic style or like a top down just to kind of like keep the taste in your mouth. That was a really gross way to put it. I'm not sure why I said it like (laughs) that. Just to just to to kind of appease some of the fans that are put off by these games by the weapons breaking and that's the thing i get i totally get that because you know some people people still complain about weapon durability and things like that and it's like i get it i was one of those people for so long
1: i, I think they're doing it i think the the complaints from breath of the wild though are like because i also like hated dying in breath of the wild and stuff and i did hate my weapons breaking and then i there's something so fun and magical about tears of the kingdom like you Anytime I kind of die in Tears of the Kingdom, I like have a good laugh because it's usually because I've done something really dumb. Like yeah. just like, okay, what if I what if I attach a bomb to this arrow and like get really close to these explosive buckets and then I like I just <laughs> most of the time I'm it's because I've ended up killing myself and it's just so funny. Right. You know, I always have too much space or not enough space for weapons. So I'm like kind of happy when one breaks because I'm like, great, because I have marked where there's other weapons I can just pick up and make mm-hmm. a new cool one.
0: All you got to do is find those really fun to find Korok seeds. That's all you got to do to get more weapon space because <laughs> they're I so like, fun to find.
1: I think I have like <laughs> 82. Some people are hot for those. And I do have the mask that like shakes and giggles when I'm around them. But no, I think I have like- Oh, I don't, 80, I don't
0: have that. I need that.
1: It's a great mask. Um, And it's, I guess, the only way to find all, uh, I believe, a thousand- of Korok seeds. Mm, I don't,
0: I just can't even fathom doing I'll, that.
1: I'll never 100% this game because I have like 82. <laughs> I have 82 of them right now. And I was like, oh,
0: uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll never 100% the game, but it's 100% in our hearts. So. <laughs> yes. That was our lunatic rambling about Tears of the Kingdom. What we're going to do now is, uh, like I said, the cleverly named Tears, T-I-E-R-S, of the Kingdom. And what we're going to do is we've both assembled, not our top 10 lists of all the games, but just ranked them in five tiers. Here they are. Top tier is the Tingle tier.
1: <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Second tier is,
0: it was, it was flipped around, but we did it for content. Then there's the Triforce tier. Then there's the Champion tier. The hero tier and finally the beetle tier. It goes from like exceptional to okay because there's I don't think there's a bad Zelda game.
1: No, there's there's not a bad Zelda game. No
0: beetle, even though I hate the guy, is the final tier. Tingle being the best question mark yeah. uh, and Beatle <laughs> being the worst. We're gonna go from there and kind of go game by game and assign them a tier and figure out where the ultimate list tiers of the kingdom as it were. So let's start with 1986, The Legend of Zelda, the original, the OG um what what tiers do you have that in
1: so i'm i'm giving it a courtesy or i guess i'm giving it a courtesy triforce tier because i didn't play it but it's like a nod because i know it was there but i can't really rank it because i didn't play it
0: (laughs) all these other ones would not exist without it so it's got to be i had it in champion because i was like how do you play this game and then i was like you know it is the OG. So I, I put it in Triforce as well. So we're off to a good start. Bad start for content, but good start for friendship. So <laughs> uh, 1987, The Adventure of Link. Where did you have that?
1: The Adventure of Link was also a Triforce for me because I didn't play it.
0: Well, that's very kind of you. I have oh. it in Hero. Great. Um, I can move it now. This... These, are,
1: these are just my nice ones, you know?
0: We, we are being very nice. I have it in Hero because it's not the worst of the worst. It's interesting. It's the only side scrolling Zelda. Oh. Uh, put it. I'll put it. A, I'll move
1: it to Hero too. I don't like. Sky okay. And yeah. Stroller, so Hero it is. It's
0: very weird. It's very strange. It's really difficult. It's one of the weirdest games, uh, especially considering where the series goes. It's a, it's hmm. definitely an outlier. So it's definitely not the lowest because it's at least interesting. But I, I have it at Hero. So I think if we can agree on those, that's that's a good start. 1991. A link to the past. Uh, this is where it starts to get into "I'll fight you for it" mode. Yeah. So where did you have this?
1: champion sorry did you play it i did have you played the game i oh. played it i played it later you know i played it i went back and played it so i think i didn't play it when it came out i played it as you know a, i'm a fan and I'm going back to the game
0: gotcha i have it in tingled here uh <laughs> like top of the top because it's just like to me it's one of the greatest ever made
1: it was your first the the first one you played right no
0: oh no, it was my it was like the first one I loved. I, I yeah. played the first two and it was like the first one that made sense to me. So it's in tingle tier. I don't know. I'm I'm my
1: my I am in the minority.
0: My inclination is to compromise and say Triforce tier. <laughs>
1: triforce Triforce tier.
0: Okay. Start let's a fight. Start a fight
1: tier. with everyone who listens to your podcast, okay?
0: Uh, let's alienate the entire audience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ocarina time is in Beatle tier. Fuck you guys. Oh. No. No, I Ocarina of Time, 1998. I think we can both agree that but this one is in Tingle it's tier. It's Tingle.
1: Oh, it's Tingle, uh, without yeah, a doubt.
0: I, there was a moment where I had it hovering in Triforce tier because oh. I was like, I went back and played it on the Switch N sixty four like emulator thing. Oh yeah. Like, uh is no, it as you, good? But then I was can't, like, this is you clunky can't go as back. shit.
1: You can't go back.
0: Yeah, and you gotta play it with the N sixty four controller because the in, the controls on the N sixty four emulator on the Switch are fucking insane.
1: Oh I'd they hate don't that. make
0: any sense at all. And it's really unintuitive and stupid. But <laughs> I it's I, it's just gotta it's just gotta be tingled here. From there, we have this the first time there's a I mean, I guess technically not. There's a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time, The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Where did you have this one?
1: Uh, it's in Tinkle Tier.
0: I have it in Triforce Tier. I haven't played it in a long time, and I couldn't remember, and I don't have the strongest memories, but I'll I'll put it in Tinkle Tier. We're it's, being so cooperative.
1: We're being cooperative. You know, we're Zelda fans. But like Majora's Mask was just so weird and creepy, and it's still my favorite art style. But I loved the whole like three day turnaround thing.
0: Yeah. It's like, very strange and very cool.
1: That was such a weird thing for me back then. And it and it felt like way more you could explore and find weird things. And was it it might have been the first time I met him. Is it the first time like, you meet Tingle?
0: It's it's I was gonna say it's the introduction to Tingle. It's which automatically <laughs> puts it in the tingle tier
1: the tingle tear I'm
0: sorry the only requirement to be in the tingle tier is just that tingle is in the game
1: T- tingle's in it it's the intro to tingle and the I mean god the happy mass salesman in that is so like he's so great I, I don't know I just like I love it
0: I think tingle tear is probably appropriate because it is kind of that underrated weirdo
1: so many people skipped it I feel like it's
0: weird and dark and there's that that whole like fan theory that it's about like the stages of grief and that yeah. links actually dead in it and he's trying to send his spirit to the afterlife so there's like it's like a philosoph- real weird philosophical game so yeah i think i think tingle tears is, is appropriate well, um,
1: and and then they remade it for the 3DS too and so i have a yeah. stronger memory of it cuz i then replayed it on the 3DS and i was just like oh yeah this game's brilliant
0: the next one on the list is 2002, The Wind Waker. Where do you have this? This could mm, be...
1: I have it in Champion. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I hated that game when it came out.
0: Ah, an arrow straight to the heart.
1: It Part of it was my fault. It, it was, you know, it segued away from the art style of Zelda that I knew and love. So I, I had a real acceptance problem. I actually started playing it again... Earlier this year, because I have a GameCube and like the graphics are awful, but I was like, I'm gonna give this another go, you know. And it is fun, and I love it, but yeah, it's it's not Tingle or Triforce for me. I didn't, I didn't. Connect the graphics it. are awful now because you know I'm not playing it on like a Square TV or whatever they're called. Like I'm playing it on the like CRT you know a, TV, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure. playing it on a 4K. <laughs>
0: I guess that's a good point. And I get whenever you reference it on Google or like if you're looking for photos of it, I'm not sure why people are doing that. I'm doing that sometimes where it's like it's definitely showing the HD remake first that they did for Wii U. So I, I can definitely see that. But Which I
1: would love to play if I had a Wii U. I would like totally go back and replay it on that. But that was before Tears of the Kingdom uh, came out. Where do you have it?
0: I have it at Tingle tier. I love it. <laughs> I think it's so underrated and so fun. <laughs> the last 20 hours of it where you're looking for the pieces of the map to get the pieces of the triforce is a little grating and i and I, I understand that it's the first one that really made me realize that there's a st- continuous story oh um, yeah yeah where they like flood hyrule and it's like it's becomes kind of obvious that there's like a split timeline um so that always works for me when it's like oh they're taking the thing that was just like 8 bit dumb overhead graphics and Expanding it into a extremely dense lore and a yeah. really confusing lore. Um, <laughs> I can't go as low as Champion though. How about Triforce? We can Triforce do, we can for do that?
1: Triforce. You you could talk me into Tingle if we're die hard about it. But
0: there is the Tingle aspect, and he's very prevalent.
1: It's tr- it, Yeah. All right. But move it to Tingle. Just for Tingle. Move it to
0: Tingle. <laughs> now I know how to game the system here. <laughs> um, so that's the Windmaker. Two thousand six. The first. Legend of Zelda game for the Wii, the Twilight Princess. Where do you have this one?
1: I have it in Champion. I do too. Perfect. Great.
0: Uh, There's no way to play it right now unless you have a Wii. And it's like I I haven't revisited it.
1: I I barely remember it. Yeah. I remember it being fun. I remember liking it. I like I'm like, ooh, cool. It's kind of like the art style I'm into. The, you know. The bug girl was weird. I, I don't know. Like, I remember liking a lot of it when I played it. But yeah, I don't remember being like. <laughs> the
0: two things, <laughs> the two the two pluses about the game for you are yeah. it's an art style I really like. And the bug girl and the, was And weird. the bug
1: girl in the like pink dress, and you collect bugs for her. That's yeah. what I remember. Beetle totally. before I Beetle. Remember that.
0: It was the attempt to make like a more adult mature version of zelda which like is cool but like is it you know there's a case to be made to bump it up but like i said unless you have a wii there's like zero way to play this game right now probably the next in line to get remade but i think it's it's in the middle of the pack for sure 2011 skyward sword i'm not talking about the hd remake one for the switch i want to talk about the og one for the wii that had the wii motion plus oh you mean Uh, that was
1: using the gimmicky wii stuff where Uh, did you have this one this is in beetle Bottom of the pack, I hated Skyward Sword. I hated it so much that opening sequence when you're on the bird and you have to have both of your Wii motes up, like my arms were burning after that flight simulate, like that flight thing. And I was like, this isn't why I play video games. I don't play video games to get buff arms. I play video games to relax. This blows. That's why I
0: play Wii Fit. Ever different give me key thing for the Wii. I play to get bugs. I did, I did uh, love
1: the Wii Fit. <laughs> but-
0: playing this one for the Wii, I, I didn't even finish this one. At this point, I was so angry at the Wii for existing that yeah. I didn't even really care about my one of my favorite series. Yeah. And the motion controls, even with the Wii Motion Plus on there, the Wii Motion Plus was like this attachment that you put into the, the Wii mote to make it what they actually said it was going to do when they first oh, announced the Wii. Yeah. And it came packaged with that. So that was cool. But like you were saying, it's like every single fucking thing in the game had to do with you had to swing your sword this way or this Mm -hmm. way and it didn't work. So it was maddening. You could not do anything in the game. So I gave up on it. The HD remake is a lot more fun because it takes some of that stuff out and the motion controls are a lot better now.
1: I heard that it was like, when they HD remaked it, they already had like a lot of the, you know, sky stuff from Tears of a Kingdom. So they used the same engine because you're flying around in that too. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm that sure makes that's sense. fun. But that's not what we're grading. That's not the tier The tier one. We're, we're talking about the OG.
0: It's Beetle Tier, bottom of the barrel, fucking Beetle- Skyward Sword.
1: <laughs> was it Beetle Tier for you too?
0: It was Beetle Tier for me. Yep, yeah, for sure. That's, because that's I was the like, only it's, one I have in Beetle Tier a- too. Besides the handheld games, it's the only one I never finished. and Yeah, I, it, I did not finish I mean, this game.
1: I don't even know if I got halfway through it.
0: You know, like Zelda is not a gimmick. We don't make Zelda games as gimmicks, guys. We're moving on. 2017 Breath of the Wild. Where do you have this one?
1: Mm, I'm People are going to hate me for this, but I, I have it in Hero. What? <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> uh Yeah, people just fucking... Th- through their phones across the room.
1: Well, but if anything, they should feel better about my ranking originally of Wind Waker in Champion (laughs) and Link to the Past in Champion. (laughs)
0: Also, Tingle is not in this game, so I get it. But
1: and no outfit of Tingle was in this game. Uh, Are you sure? I don't know. No, actually, but I, I think don't think there's a Tingle outfit in I, no, because I know because did Breath of the Wild like have like overly fun outfits like this one? I
0: it had that like that like monster like costume dealer that gave you like the Dark Link suit and things like that.
1: That's like one outfit. <laughs> oh,
0: gosh.
1: There's like there's like thirty two armor sets in in tears of a kingdom that we know about tell me where you have it
0: i mean i have it in tingle here because ah. it just it, it changed the game but i thought see i thought you were saying that you hated breath of the wild and then came back around to it oh no. you just hate it
1: no i hate breath of the wild <laughs> i hate like everybody i talk to like because you know i have all these friends on the switch and they're like tears of a kingdom came out and i had a couple friends where i saw them playing breath of the wild and i was like what are you doing and they're like well we haven't finished breath of the wild yet like and I was like, "Skip it, dude." Breath of the Wild bloat. <laughs> like Breath of it's the Wild w- was beta. It's done. Come play <laughs> the big boys' game. They've fixed it. They've made it fun.
0: <laughs> Come run with the big dogs. Yeah, it's over. Uh,
1: I can't. Al- I can't allow it to be in Tingle.
0: I can't allow it to be in Hero. So what do we do? The podcast just goes silent for eight hours until we figure it out.
1: I think you you can hover it in between Triforce and Champion.
0: That's insane to me, but for the sake of runtime, the all important runtime of a podcast, I'm going to say, okay, but I'm not happy about it. I'll need your Photoshop skills to to Uh, make it hover between the two, but.
1: Oh yeah. Send me, send me this when we're done and I'll Photoshop it. I'll I'll make this, I'll make this look nice.
0: Wow, well, it's been really nice having you as a guest on the show, and uh, we'll never have you on again.
1: Uh, I thought we were doing DS games on here, too.
0: Uh, not anymore. Not after that one.
1: <laughs> and she's been banned.
0: Let's finish our list before I shadow ban you. So in t- 2023, obviously, Tears of the Kingdom, I think we both understand where this one Lies, but let me let me hear where you have this one ranked.
1: It's tingle. If there's something above tingle, if there's a tingle plus, it would be in tingle plus.
0: It's in tingle. Let's let's create tingle plus just for the sake (laughs) of this game. I'll
1: create tingle in the photoshop file. All right, we're friends again. Yeah. All right,
0: Tingle Plus for for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, so so let's review. In uh, Tingle Plus tier, we have (laughs) the cheese stands alone. It's the uh, Tears of the Kingdom. In Tingle tier, we have Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker Mm -hmm. because Tingle's in it. Yep. (laughs) I made some concessions. In Triforce tier, we have the original Legend of Zelda and A Link to the Past. In Champion tier, we have... Twilight Princess and fucking Breath of the Wild for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Breath of the Wild. And then any one star reviews, I'm gonna send your way. In hero tier, we have Zelda 2: The Adventures of Link, mm-hmm. and alone in the bottom, we have Lurking in the Depths, uh, The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword, the Wii version, not the HD uh. remake. For just just as a, an olive branch, where would you where would you rate your DS faves that you wanted to talk about?
1: The, my, my DS faves I actually have um I think a link between worlds is what like might be the best Zelda DS game I I don't know if you played that but it was the first it's it. It, it, it kind of combined Paper Mario and Link so you had the 2d element where you you know it was a 3d game but you'd have to turn 2d to solve puzzles and I'm a huge sure. huge fan of the Paper Mario series and then it was also the first, I, th- I think this is correct. The first Zelda series ever that allowed you to pick the order of the temples you went into.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think that, that's very, I think that's true. Yep.
1: So, because I remember thinking that and I remember being like, oh, great. Like, fuck the water temple. You'll be last. <laughs> and you you could like steal weapons from the shop and stuff. So, you could kind of like go to more powerful places because you were like a, thie- a thief. It was just, it was a great it's such a good game, and then I also have Phantom Hourglass in Triforce, which kind of brought me around to the love of the Wind Waker art style. But Phantom Hourglass was amazing, and then I uh, I have Hero or Spirit Tracks in Hero, so I played it, dropped it down, didn't like it. <laughs>
0: Spirit Tracks is kind of is kind of rough. I've played that one in Phantom Hourglass. I know that that handheld one's existed before that, but Spirit Tracks is the one that didn't make me go any further with the handheld Zeldas cuz I was like, I don't know, if this it,
1: works. It, no, uh, it was. It was, it came right after Phantom. I'm like Phantom Hourglass is awesome. I have it in Triforce. So and then Spirit Tracks come and I'm like, oh, I guess Game Boy's over and I think that might have been the last thing I ever played.
0: I just picture you just saying saying that and then like throwing it out of a moving car window.
1: It's <laughs> like, yeah, kind of <laughs> It's done. All right, this is over. <laughs>
0: Sarah, thank you for doing this. I'm glad that we could talk and, and yeah, uh, rant and rave about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, it's. Uh, we'll see you in like... 2026 when we both eventually 100 percent it if you like what you heard today make sure to follow us at b1n1pod on instagram make sure to rate review subscribe and follow us on apple podcasts ring the bell rate us five stars and uh don't miss an episode on spotify by doing that special thanks to christian cramo for our theme music uh special thanks to tingle for existing <laughs> yes and uh thanks to all of you for listening we'll see you in high rule